Hey everyone, it's Kanate, and this episode of Party of Four, we're going to do things a little differently. We're actually going to start the episode off with an interview I got to do with a Canadian actor, performer, dancer, Brian Hindle. He um, has spent uh, over the last decade working with the uh, touring company of Jersey Boys in one form or another. Uh, so we talk about his career and his involvement in Jersey Boys. After the interview with Brian, we will get into our regular episode of Party of Four with my guests, Pat, Tony, and uh, Sebastian. So I hope you enjoy uh, both the interview with Brian and the episode. Joining us for this episode of Party of Four, we have a very special guest. We are doing a fantastic interview with a friend of mine named Brian Hindle. Brian, welcome to Party of Four. Hello, Kate. How are you? I'm so good. Uh, so first, how do you describe what you do? Because I was going to introduce you as an actor, but okay. I mean, going through stalking your IMDb and Broadway world and all of that, you used to dance for Nelly Furtado. Yeah, yeah, I did. I um, I uh, actually kind of uh, it was soon after school. I like I booked a gig out of school. Uh, took me out of school, uh, and um, and then not too long later, I got this uh, offer to go uh, to Mexico City and dance with Nelly at the MTV Latino America Awards, uh, and that turned into a U.S. Tour, and then we performed at the Grey Cup halftime show in Canada, and then uh, a, a performance, a New Year's Eve performance for Nokia in India, actually, Mumbai, India, which was... That is crazy. How long, so, like, beginning to end, how long were you dancing for Nelly Furtado? I was a baby. It was probably, I mean, it was within the, a year. So I started in 2006, and we finished 2007 New Year's, okay. when I got to, an offer for another contract and kind of... I had the offer to continue with her, but but I wanted to go and do some theater. Right. Theater. Is this like 2006? Is that like promiscuous girl? What are you dancing to in 2006? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Promiscuous. It was man eater. It was. Yeah. Oh man. Oh god. That's but the I good mean, note. The old hits, and that was my favorite part. Oh. Was doing things like I'm like a bird, or uh, how are you yeah. dancing to I'm like a bird? <laughs> like a bird. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So you. Leave school to dance with Nelly Furtado. You also are in the Zac Efron version of Hairspray. Is that correct? Yeah. These are all sorts of things I didn't know about you at all, and just took yeah. a little internet stalking. Well, it's funny when I when I do, I mean, interviews are not that I do a ton of interviews, but when I do um, talk about my career, it's always it's always theater stuff. It's because that's you know been the focus, and that's always what I've come back to. But then. I think what you learn in school or what you learn from most other professionals is just to remain as kind of versatile as possible and pick up everything and don't say no to anything. So, yeah, a little, a tiny, tiny feature in Hairspray. I'm just like, you can, I'm like, there's my left foot. <laughs> that kind of feel. But, no, it was um, it was cool. It was Zach Efron's birthday. We were uh, in a rehearsal studio, and it was just the three of us, um, the choreographer and Zach Efron rehearsing this one number, which is original to the movie. It's not uh, in the original Broadway play, or it's not in the Broadway play. It's just uh, it was written for the movie called Ladies' Choice. So how do you um, how do you, how do you land that? How did that come about? Was there just an open audition? Do you even remember think, anymore? I was actually uh, a girlfriend of mine at the time, a friend of mine at the time, um, one of my best friends, Brittany, and I had rented a car and traveled east. Uh, we were doing a road trip, two week road trip. Uh, it's going to be the longest story ever, and um, <laughs> we uh, we <laughs> got a call halfway through that we both got this call back for. For hairspray, something that you kind of go into not expecting to, it's just like an open call, a dance call, not expecting to necessarily book. And then uh, we're kind of, you know, sitting there on the east coast of Canada being like, is it worth booking a flight back for like a couple of hours just to see if we do this? And we ended up doing it. And uh, yeah, and uh, it was just a, it was a dance call. I was in a room full of like serious dancers. I was like, I should not have flown back for this. <laughs> and uh, And then got a call a few days later saying, asking if I was available to shoot, but that it was not as one of the, like, good dancers. It was one of Link's <laughs> featured backup <laughs> vocals, which actually was more fun, but 
Uh, more fun for me, but yeah. Your friend didn't get the book, did she? Uh, no, she didn't, oh, but she's gone, on to win it. she's gone on to win an Emmy, so she's oh. doing just fine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> all right, okay. Okay, yeah, she's, she's fine uh, with she's it. killing it. Okay, so, and one more, again, literally, I was like, I wonder, I know you because you do Jersey Boy. That's that's how I know of your career. So then I was like, I wonder what else he's done besides Jersey Boys. Uh, War Horse. Yeah. The Can- the I'm assuming in Canada, was it, in, you're Canadian, so is this in Canada? Yeah, it was or- the Canadian premiere. So there was the West End production for um, the National Theatre, and then there was the Broadway production. And around the same time, they did a Canadian premiere company. Um, we closed the same day as the Broadway company, I think, before it all went off on tour. And a lot of the people, I started then back on Jersey Boys after the fact, touring the U.S. And a lot of the people from the Canadian company of Warhorse ended up doing that American tour of that. But yeah, that's strenuous. And you were literally part of the horse, right? That's amazing. I was what's called Joey's Heart, which is kind of in the middle where people, you know, run and jump on top of. Um, It's, (laughs) it was... that, for those of you yeah. that like have not or are not familiar with Warhorse, basically, I mean, there's a movie out now, so many people are probably aware of Warhorse. But the movie, it's a horse on stage. It is what three or four guys. How many people play yeah. the horse? Uh, there's a there are these beautiful puppets built by Handspring Puppets, which is uh, which is a South African company for the National Theater. Um, so they built these giant mechanical life-sized horse puppets and three people manipulate it to become each of these characters so joey which is what it's the show's focused around is um this big brown beautiful incredibly heavy horse puppet that you kind of strap yourself into um you learn the paces we rehearsed for weeks on end just trying to like emulate real horse sounds and movements and responses and reactions and then you have to work intimately with two other actors to to kind of you know almost improv through the show a lot of it's blocked out and choreographed but you're still it's not you know each step or each uh, gallop is choreographed it's it's kind of working with two other people to how do you tell that how do you understudy for something like that did you guys have understudies like that would be so like was there one we guy did. that was responsible to fill in in case any of the three of you couldn't or did you each have oh, yeah. your own understudy yeah it was like rotating teams actually there was so there were some people that knew kind of all the puppeteering parts in the show other people that focused like we focused specifically on joey and would do it four times but i think at least four times in the week and then we would take on kind of other other roles in the show when we weren't doing that one because to do that eight times a week would have been like just straight up damaging on the body i mean it was damaging on the body but yeah that's awesome okay so jersey boys how long have you been involved with jersey boys no i'm just kidding um like 11 (laughs) About 11 years, actually. I started 11 years ago in um, Toronto. I started performing in the show as the Joey. If you've seen the show, as a young Joe Pesci. Um, and uh, it's just kind of like a comedic, I don't want to say bit part, but it's a comedic feature in the show. And uh-huh. So it was a lot of fun to perform there. Um, it was with the original uh, Broadway creatives and uh, in association with those producers, but it was for Dan Cap in Toronto. Um, and a great producer. Uh, and then I went away to do Warhorse for about a year. I went away. I, uh, <laughs> I then did Warhorse for about a year. And uh, as we closed, I actually reached out to my really good friend uh, and mentor in this industry, Danny Austin, and said, like, hey, you know, I really enjoyed working on Jersey Boys. Is there any opportunity to come back in any capacity? And then I started on the U.S. national tour and toured for about five years. Uh, and since then, I've been... Uh, helping uh, build the show, I assisted on the U.S. National Tour, what is currently now, and which is um, uh, the shape that they've used for the off-Broadway production of it as well. And now I'm the associate choreographer for Norwegian Cruise Lines version of it. So 11 years later, it's still given. It's a uh, career. We'll have you know that in two and a half weeks, I am going on my honeymoon on a Norwegian cruise line, but I don't think Jersey Boys is on that cruise ship. Yeah, which one is it? Do you know? Uh, which show? Uh, I think it's Getaway, I think is what it's called. Okay. Norwegian yeah, Getaway. Yeah. Um, but I don't, yeah. When I heard that you That's were involved cool. with Norwegian cruise lines, I was like, I wonder. Nope, you're not. <laughs> it's down. No, I, um, I had never been on a ship before, actually, before starting on this. And um, it's uh, it's quite interesting. I think I saw it from a different perspective, too, because we actually saw the ship being built 
in oh. uh, the Netherlands. We were working in, outside of Amsterdam in a small town called Eemshaven. And, like, you get on the ship and it's completely bare. And uh, they're just putting things out, like, not even numbers on each floor. So I was just, like, running around screaming, trying to find rehearsals. It was, uh, it was an interesting perspective, yeah. So you spend most of your, what, like, mid to late 20s touring Jersey Boys? Is that I'm correct? in my mid to late. No, I'm just kidding. I'm. <laughs> yes, I did. I, uh, yeah, I'm like calling out your age. Yeah, I'm, he is younger than me, actually. everyone. So there's that. Um, even more specific, I it was my 30s actually that I spent. My early 30s was on tour. I my first birthday on the tour was my 30th. So I would think that I mean, as a working actor. You would frequently be like worried about what like your next job is going to be. So having like a steady gig for eleven years would be like a gift. But I mean, if I've done a show, if if I've done a show and it has like a twelve or fifteen show run by the fourth weekend, I'm like, fuck this show. How can you possibly do Jersey Boys for eleven years? For 11 friggin' years. Um, I, you know what, it sounds, it's funny because it sounds like it's like the talkback answer or the like for art publication answer or whatever, but (laughs) it's just, I am that guy, my friend Jordan Bell, who's another theater professional, he kind of, he says to me, he's like, Brian, you hate a show within two weeks. Like you always do. Like you hate a show within minutes of seeing it. And because I'm I'm critical, like I'm I'm pretty critical of a lot of theater. Mm -hmm. It's, however... Critically speaking, I think Jersey Boys is just such a great show. It's it's really well built. It's really well written, and that is not just the talk back answer or the you know the uh, political answer. If I were working on, I'm not going to name any other. Show, I will Joseph uh, in the Amazing would, Technicolor Dreamcoat. How about that? I'll name that a one. That spectacular piece of show shit. full of beautiful heart. But oh yes, if God. I were on it for a couple of years, I'd probably I'd be driven crazy by naming colors. <laughs> it would be, like it just it, it would drive me a little bit nuts. But that being said, Jersey Boys, despite, you know, the music kind of really sticking with you as you leave the theater, it's just such a well-built show. There's, like, beautiful moments in the show where every single night I would just kind of stop and listen and be, like, in awe of, of the stunning writing. And that's really what it is. It was. What's next after Norwegian Cruise Line's Jersey Boys? Well, Norwegian, what's great about it, what we learned, is that maritime law dictates that you can only be on a ship, and this is anybody, like a captain, a a cook, a barber, a performer, you can only be on a ship for, I think it's like six or nine months, so these contracts are every six months, Um, and so you would get a full new cast every six months, so... Oh, you could do this for a while. You have to teach a whole new company every six months for, you know, the foreseeable future. They're talking like seven to ten years of this. It's on the Bliss uh, ship for Norwegian. And so, yeah, it's that that's looking forward. That is kind of there. Um, and myself or somebody else will be available to kind of like mount that show and do it. That being said, I'm working on my green card right now because I've got some opportunities in the States that I really want to take advantage of. And so I'm hoping with the approval of that that I can... I can start taking advantage. It's hard to, without your own kind of independently acquired papers, to get in on things that are either time sensitive, like replacements, immediately replacements, or to be filmed for, uh, pardon me, seen for film and TV, uh, anything like that. So I don't know. I don't have a set plan. All right. So we've talked uh, career long enough. Uh, this is party of four, and we don't take anything that seriously. So now I have a few topics I want your opinion on. That have nothing okay. to do with your career. Well, now I'm really nervous. Can yes. I swear? This is the real portion of Party of Four. All right. Okay. First, All right. you have to explain Boxing Day to me. What in the hell is Boxing Day? <laughs> oh, I, God. The little Canadian thing. You know what? I would love to tell you what the origin is, but I am unclear. It's the day after Christmas. And what and are you celebrating? Like, what do you do on a Boxing Day? Is it just another day off of work? I mean, I think it's funny because in my head, Boxing Day is when you, <laughs> this is my childhood, <laughs> I've just not bothered to look it up since, is that you like box up all the gifts you got on Christmas and take them back to return them. <laughs> that, there's no or way there that's a, what Boxing Day perhaps means. There was a, perhaps there was a boxing event, like a like sport sporting event. Of which You're just I know guessing. Nothing. You don't know. Um, 
I haven't the slightest clue. You all just got it's the day after Christmas, and that's as far as. Isn't it like a British thing too, though? Like, isn't it? Because surely. I don't know. I mean, I think we're yeah. I think we get a lot of uh, our right tradition from that uh, from the common. I just don't get like. You've got Christmas Eve, then Christmas, then Boxing Day. You've like yeah, we, you've we built like a mini Hanukkah for yourselves of just Absolutely. taking. Anyway, though you have no idea what Boxing Day is. Got it. All right, I want your opinion on. The, I want your opinion on the following things. We're keeping the Canadian thing going. Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. You know what? I haven't watched it. My what is wrong with you? Pardon me. It is so good. Why have you not watched it? I grew up knowing Dan Levy in the neighborhood, just like another, you know, sweet gay through some friends. And it, I, not that we're, you know, I said good friend earlier, not that we've, you know, spoken in years, but it's hard to watch somebody and not kind of see them in it. You know what yeah, I mean? That's, I, I, that's I don't fair. know. But then again, so I think that's the only reason I just haven't watched it. I keep being told it's amazing and that he's phenomenal. So I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to get the, guess what I'm going to do right after the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There's no excuse. Uh, no. Justin Trudeau. Uh, I mean, there's the obvious answer. Right. Yeah, he's, he's a very he's handsome real. gentleman. He's incredibly sexy. Um, I, I think what's great about him is um, just what he's talking about right now. And kind of what he represents. I, I've always kind of, you know, shied away saying from saying that I think politicians should be celebrity or, you know, talked about in that way. But if you're going to be like an attractive guy that's talking about, you know, progressive ideas and and that, then and then you know, let's celebrate that. Let's. Yeah, let's I'll be honest up. with you. We just know he's attractive, um, and we know that. <laughs> Somehow you got Justin Trudeau at roughly the same time we got Donald Trump, um, which doesn't seem real fair. Uh, he could like we know zero about his policy. We know zero about his policies. We know he's attractive. We know he marches in gay pride parades. He could have policies that are like I prefer that we sacrifice children every Boxing Day, and we would have no idea. Uh, that's actually what Boxing Day is about. Uh, okay, that, that's what we do. I just didn't want to tell the American okay. people. Good. Now it's all making sense. Like. Uh, well, you don't even watch Shit's Creek. I was going to ask you about RuPaul's Drag Race because I think we're going to talk about oh, that. I mean, ask me anything. Oh, okay, that you watch. Oh, All right. Oh yeah. So, have you seen the cast of the upcoming All Stars? Uh, hell yeah! I uh, sat with my best friend the other day, who will not stop. My best friend, since I was three years old, actually, we're still best friends. Um, he will not stop quoting RuPaul's Drag Race, but it's like deep cuts references. It's like <laughs> season two. He's like that episode where I'm like, I have no. <laughs> what you're fucking talking about but like but he keeps coming out with them so I forced him to sit and watch the other day because he was distracted with something else I was like watch my phone uh, all the interviews back to back like you know so, where they talk about what they're going to do in the season and maybe I'm the villain and who are you uh, who are you uh, who's your favorite I'm not going to say who's going to win but who's your favorite of the, the, the group that's on All Stars this upcoming All Stars oh god um Cause I'm like old school. I, mean, I don't care I about. I don't think Latrice is gonna win. Yeah, I'm. But... I'm, I'm Manila <laughs> and Latrice. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Latrice. Like, and again, I don't necessarily think she'll win. I, I can't say one way or the other. But I think she's gonna be really freaking entertaining on the show. Yeah. Like, she came out with some those deep cuts that my best friend is constantly quoting or <laughs> often. Often. Yeah. Uh, All right. I think we're on the same page with that. All right. Well, Brian, thank you so much uh, for you. stopping by. Um, Come back to Indianapolis sometime. I haven't actually seen you in forever. I will. Actually, I'm going to squeeze on by soon, I think. I'm going to be coming through Chicago, and then maybe I'll stop into Indy to come and say hello. Perfect. Get a drink. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, even though I'm about a month late for you. But uh, Thank you, uh, and happy is... early Thanksgiving. Thank you, and yeah. I will talk to you later. All right. Bye, Thank you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Party of 
for a podcast where I invite three of my friends to meet me out for drinks and we talk about pop culture, tournaments, whatever else is going on in our lives. As always, I'm your host, Knate, and as always, we're recording this at 45 Degrees, a cocktail and sushi restaurant here in the Mass Ave district of Indianapolis. Joining me from uh, for this episode, returning for the umpteenth time, three of our favorites here on the show. Welcome back to Party of Four, Sebastian. Oh my god, that's me. It is you. <laughs> and Pat Yoweave, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. So happy to be back. Um, oh, oh your can't. phone's ringing. I'll have to Rude. talk to him later. <laughs> okay. Hi. And Tony, welcome back to Party of Four. Uh, thanks. I'm kind of like weirded out by Pat just now. <laughs> I'm still trying awkward. to get over that. Okay, well, this is our Thanksgiving episode. Thanksgiving in real time is tomorrow. By the time you hear this, it's probably already come and gone. But happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Gobble, yeah, gobble, Pat, gobble, do you celebrate that holiday? I remember you were all against Thanksgiving or uh, Halloween. Uh, no, we do celebrate Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is fine. That's okay. Oh, okay. okay. Um, we do celebrate Thanksgiving. It was a good time. How, how you were not at the? Th- you were not. I listened to it. I'm a fan. Party oh. of four. We're not just sending this podcast out to no one. I mean, I want to meet I'm somebody authentic. from Mongolia who'll be listening. Who are you from Mongolia? Panorama. We don't have please any call listeners me. from Mongolia. We I Will checked you today. We're up to 38 countries. Oh, oh let's make it 31. Wow. So 31 is going backwards. <laughs> 38. Oh, said. I thought you said 30. Oh, let's <laughs> make 30. it 38. Oh, uh, let's get Mongolia and uh, Djibouti. Okay. I don't think we have any listeners in Djibouti, Djibouti or right I want on Djibouti. my face, whatever you're ready. <laughs> I tried that one time, but you ran away. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to our international listeners. Um, so, oh, who you wait? You all, when you wave, you distract. Oh my God! There's oh, a hot daddy oh, walking, walking with a baby. Yes. A baby Can't is not baggage to me. I'm they okay got a baby. That. You know the dick work. <laughs> What is that? What? Not shooting blanks. <laughs> oh. oh, refocus. Oh okay. Okay. So, wandering eyes. Anybody have any uh, Thanksgiving plans? What's everybody doing tomorrow? Oh, the usual family stuff. Um, going to my mom and dad's. Hosting. They're hosting Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, who attends your family Thanksgiving? Because I'm always intrigued by. Okay. Like, when I was growing up, we would do every other. We would like. Mom's side of the family got one Thanksgiving yep. next year, dad's side of the family. So that's what we do, too. This year, it's my dad's side of the family. Um, so my mom hosts that. So I only have to go five minutes. So Normally, is it, So is that like your parent or your mom and siblings? Yeah, so it's or all my family. Or is it like family. aunts, uncles? Is, so how extended all, does it get? Yeah, so it's all my family. And then my dad's side... His siblings are all passed away, so it's my grandparents, though. His parents are still alive, and my cousins on that side. Um, that sounds like too many people. I mean, it's my family. My, my immediate family is always the biggest family, so it's mostly us, but the rest of them do come if they are able to. So I'm, like, super excited about my Thanksgiving. Do and tell. Let me tell. Are you, you staying why? home alone? So, <laughs> yes, my parents. You have to be. <laughs> no, I, I want to be. You my don't parents have are to like, be We're going lonely to. at Thanksgiving with me. Oh, thank you, Farmersonly.com tune. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll plow your field. I mean, wait, hold on. Go ahead. What? So, <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. <laughs> they that child was a baby behind but My us. parents told me they were going to New Jersey and they were like, Do you want to go? And I was like, No, I don't, oh. don't want to do that. What's in New Jersey? Family. Uh, so, but I'm like everyone that I tell this to, they're very concerned. They're like, "Oh, welcome like, I'm to so my goddamn life!" Like, what do you want to? And I'm like, "No, you don't understand. Like, this is okay." <laughs> like, right. My mom messaged me and she's like, "I feel like I'm leaving you like high and dry." And I was like, uh, "Mom, no, that's fine. I, I'm good." I'm telling it's you a, right it's now, it's another day off work. Who is listening to this? I swear to God. So probably seven or eight years ago. Maybe more like six or seven years ago, um, I stop. I like I don't go home for Thanksgiving, and I my roommate at the time she worked retail, and so she had to do like the Black Friday shit. Uh. So it got to be the point where like she had to be at work at like three or four a.m. So she d- stopped going home because getting back in time to go to work was like impossible. Oh so probably seven years ago, we both just stayed home at our apartment. 
and we cooked like a small little Thanksgiving. Like we had like a baby <laughs> turkey and like a little tiny like a ham. Cornish game ham. And yeah, and wow. um, and like I think one or two friends came over that also were not going anywhere for Thanksgiving, and we just had like a little. Friendsgiving, but like it was like literally you stayed in your PJs, like it was great. Yeah, the next year we were like, why the fuck did we bother cooking all that food? We literally don't care about any of it. Right. So it be we decided we were buying frozen pizzas, (laughs) making frozen pizzas, and staying in our pajamas all day. And then like uh, you know like Nate Val's came over, and like a couple of other friends would come over. Mm -hmm. It was the greatest decision of my life. It's wonderful. And ever since then, like now, you know, Ben and I never, like when uh, Ben and I met and we're like getting serious, I told him like, you can have either Thanksgiving or Christmas. I will go to your family for one of those two. Mm-hmm. I am not doing both. He chose Christmas. So we have continued the frozen pizza Thanksgiving trend. And then literally just anybody that's in town that's not going anywhere is more than welcome to come over. It's the greatest that's thing fun. you can yeah. do. You're going to love tomorrow. I'm it's so going to be stress-free. Yep. Oh, I wish that was the case because it's black family and they want oh. everything under the sun cooked and made. And I have been cooking since Monday and I'm about over it. So what time does your family eat? Like sit down to eat Thanksgiving? So, you know, we run on CPT. Oh, what is so, that mean? Color people time. Color people time. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> okay. um, so, you know, we always say, so my uncle, <laughs> my, uh, my aunt, my mom's sister, um, Aunt Chubb, I'm sorry, okay. Aunt Chubb? The skittiest bitch in the family, but we call her Aunt Chubb. I don't know okay. why, whatever. But um, Aunt Chubb, her husband, Uncle Greg, he's always like, um, uh, he was like, we, we're eating at 3 o'clock. And he'd be going off. <laughs> 3.02 and we ain't eating yet? Oh, he cussing everybody out. <laughs> my turkey was done. I'm taking y'all so long. Okay, sir, I'm here. My stuff is ready. I to go. Um, but um, it's going to be a big debacle. Like, everybody usually brings two to three things. And normally... Um, we rent a hall because my family is yeah huge. so large. Um, okay, somebody just ran into a table, like, and <laughs> we're like trying to stifle our move. laughter. Like, <laughs> wow, and okay. it was really funny because that it was, was Kim, Jim, and John. <gasps> oh shit! Um, okay. All right, so <laughs> continue. Large family. <laughs> so we use we have a pretty large family, so we usually rent a hall for both Christmas and Thanksgiving. Well, somebody beat us to Thanksgiving this year, so we're going to be at my aunt's house. Yeah. So it's going to be a whole lot of folks at my aunt's house. But she has a pretty big house. The thing that bothers me about the fucking Thanksgiving dinner or the Thanksgiving meal, it always seems to, like, fall, like you said, like at three. or It's that in-between. It's not lunch. It's not dinner. Do I eat lunch? Do I not eat lunch? It, so we why, do ours. why is that one day of the year that like you fuck with your eating times yeah. and you put it in the Be- middle? Because you eat so much. You just eat all day. But like it could be any time of the day. I yeah, like- so you should like start at like one or two and then graze all day. Yeah, well, sorry, we all I'm sorry, there, we have to stop at ladies and gentlemen. We just got uh, informed we we should not uh, swear. So it's going to be real tough for party of four. But uh, <laughs> continuing. <laughs> um, so we usually eat at one o'clock. And See, I, that, that would be the appropriate time right. in my head. Well, oh, say, so here's the funny part is this is Greg's first Thanksgiving with my family. And I and he said he would make a pumpkin pie and some bread. So he mentions literally maybe an hour ago. Yeah, I'll just get up and start baking. And I said, uh, you know, we're eating at one. And he was like, what are you talking about? So apparently he was under the impression we would be eating like he would at have regular morning dinner to, to, time. Okay. So do you have any like tradition outside of like we get together and eat? Is there something that your family does every Thanksgiving um, that's unique? Like my fam and this is when, you know, growing up. So I think like again I don't go home for for Thanksgiving, but my fa- like now I think we're all kind of to that age where the growing up family Thanksgiving was like grandparents were like the patriarch yeah. matriarch what was happening and then all of your aunts and uncles and blah blah well now that's kind of becoming our parents are right. the right. matriarch patriarch and it's us and our siblings and their kids so but when I was younger with my grandparents still being kind of in charge of it all on the years that it was my mom's family's side to get together my uncle my mom's from Nebraska, so all of her family lives in either Nebraska or Colorado or, like, Kansas area. 
um, my one of my uncles used to own um, some restaurants and then a hotel in the Denver Boulder areas of um, Colorado. So we would all come to his hotel every other Thanksgiving. We would all stay there. Oh, but we're talking like there were years we wore name tags. That's how many people were <gasps> oh at God. this gathering. So it like, like it was family. family. Like it was not only like my grandparents and all their kids and grandkids and blah blah, blah but then like my grandparents' siblings and that branch of the tree. So there'd be like a hundred people. Oh, at y'all had Thanksgiving. Day. It was a yeah. family fucking reunion every year. Wearing damn name. It was every other year because and it was because he owned this hotel. And I mean, I guess we had so and it was in Boulder, Colorado. And and here's some information that none of you care about. But Nebraska and Colorado used to play a football game the day after Thanksgiving every year. And Colorado is in the the University of Colorado is in Boulder. And that's where his his hotel was. My family are all Nebraska football fans. So the years that we went to Boulder had to be the years that the game was in Nebraska Otherwise, we could never get the rooms in the right. hotel. Plus, we like took over and cheered for Nebraska, and so that you angered the staff. The off but, okay. Yes. I'm unfortunately so, no unable to uh, maintain family connections. So <laughs> <laughs> if, if there are traditions that are <laughs> supposed to be held together by me, that definitely would uh, not we eat, We eat some more, and then we eat again. That's pretty much our tradition. We eat and sleep all day. It's and an I think some people watch football. Thing. but like, And normally, like... Because we rent the hall, like we'll play games and do things like that. Um, I introduced ne- uh, well, not, not not never have I ever, but Cards Against Humanity. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and you have to realize I grew up in a very Pentecostal household. Oh, um, so how'd we, that go over? So, well, we just make sure that we play it where Grandma and my great aunts are not around. Okay. Because okay. what ends up happening is, like like you said, so I have my my immediate my, like my mom's family, my her mom, her brothers, her sisters. Then my grandma and then whoever they bring and then ends up showing up all my grandma's sisters, kids and sisters and cousins and 50,000 people just show up over here. Like it is, it's a big ordeal. So I'm like nervous about how many people are going to show up tomorrow because it starts getting too packed. I'm going to gladly like exit stage right and see y'all at Christmas. What's bigger for your families, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Like what's the bigger gathering? Or is it basically the same group of people both holidays? It's the same group of people. It's... Christmas is just where I'm allowed to be as gay as I want to be because I'm in charge of the decorating and making it all beautiful <laughs> and all of those things. <laughs> and so, Christmas, yes. but keep it together. Do you handle like, presents? Yeah. Where the the Lord's and everything? Day. No, you know I'm not that. doing all that. Like, literally, we get there and, like, my mom, actually, on the way in, my mom called me today. She was like, Brandon, have you thought about colors for the for the? For the have <laughs> you thought about colors? <laughs> for the Christmas. Why is the theme? I said, <laughs> and I said, yeah, mom, I have. I said, we're going with the Wicked theme. She said, huh? I said, colors kind of preset for the <laughs> Red and green? <laughs> no, we're doing emerald green, black, and silver. Oh, Ooh. that's fancy. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal. Like I have so many decorations in my garage from like several years now, and I'm like, goodness wow. gracious. Wait, wait, wait. But you're Do you how, your, like your family. You're like the South Bend area, or no? You're Michigan. Yeah, South Bend, Michigan. Like you gotta haul up all Michiana. the decorations. Yeah. Well, it's that it, doesn't seem like the on, most efficient way to do that. On top of anything that I cook, and my aunts all have. Like specific things that they want made, and don't you show up not having it, cause they go sulk and throw shade the whole day. Because ooh, that my aunt, ooh, that peanut brittle show would have been so good. <laughs> you it probably have it down to a science. I was like, really? Like I had everything else. I know, but man. That toffee would have been just so fantastic right now because my lips was just ready what for they, it. What did they contribute to the day? A ham. Why are you in charge of food decoration? I think I want to go to Pat's family holiday. It is, it is a big ordeal, but you know I love it because I don't go home that often. So it is my one time that I can just I'll give this to you, enjoy it, have it, and keep it moving. Like yeah, because I wanted to be a chef at one point in time, so that's one reason. Like. So, you know, you get to homemade candy then, but you so ain't there So has there ever been any major drama at one of your holidays? What you mean? I'm just curious. We were talking earlier about, like, worst Thanksgiving stories. <laughs> and I was just curious because you have a big family and there's a lot of people. Or Nate, I'll say, I, really, like, a, I don't, I can't really think of, like, a My grandma bashed their head in. St- what? My grandma bashed their head in they go to acting the food. Oh, yeah. The last time that I 
went home for Thanksgiving. It wasn't really home. We Again, it was my mom's side of the family, big side. Then my uncle had gotten rid of his hotel, so we all went to Kansas City. Um, and uh, it was the first time... It was my first Thanksgiving since you almost poured that wine in your water glass. <laughs> okay, she I'd, has to dilute I'd make it. Sure, I called you out on that. Uh, it was the first Thanksgiving uh, with my family since coming out to my family, um, and so I didn't really know what that interaction was going to be like. Um, and basically, like my extended family was amazing, and they were super welcoming. But it was very like. They all wanted to pull me aside to let me know because they knew that like my my parents and my immediate family were like not cool about it. So my immediate family is like all ignoring the whole situation while I had like aunts and uncles pull me aside and be like, "We're so proud of you" and that sort of thing. Oh yeah. Um, but that was the first time that like I like got drunk in front of my parents. Any hollow promoter. Well, and so traditionally um, on Thanksgiving on this weekend is the Oaken Bucket game, the IU Purdue football game. So when I went to Purdue. There was always some sort of story around that, um, especially when I was a, when I was a student there, and later on when I would go after. They still allowed me on campus, even though they kicked me out of school. So when I would go back wait, for wait, games, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> they're, 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 you're 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 passing up the headline there. You got kicked out of school. I failed out of oh, okay. Purdue. Okay. Yeah, they still let you come back though, even right. though they take your money and you don't go to class. And yeah. Okay. Anyway. That was that was decades ago though, but uh, but yeah, there were plenty of oak and bucket games where, you know, there was blackouts going on and all kinds of things like that. So, no, with my family, like my immediate family and my dad's side of the family, doesn't drink at all. So, <laughs> oh, they're all That's like kind of dry get-togethers. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Whispering? Nothing. Just saying. Um, I don't drink at my family events. However, because my grandmother, I mean, she grew up in the Pentecostal church, so they, they yeah. don't drink. Too However, tiny. my aunts and uncles drink, but they drink it in, like, secret. And they think they're being <laughs> sly, like, putting it in a red Solo cup. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Y'all are not that Just slick. literally scream immediately. So, so everybody else got, like, these clear glasses. Y'all got these red Solo cups. Y'all ain't slick. But I don't, I've never drank in front of my family, ever. Like, Ever. Really? I, I, no. I, I did at that one Thanksgiving gathering because we were we were staying at a, a hotel, um, and so the family would like go to the, like the hotel bar, and so that was the first time where I was like, well, fuck it, I'm a fucking grown ass adult at this right. point, want a drink, um, and just it was the looks that like my parents would give me, but they weren't gonna say anything. Oh yeah, but they were like appalled, and I'm like that ship has sailed. We I. I've definitely blacked out in front of my family. Oh, That's no, for sure. Ne- never gotten that drunk. That's for sure. The I, last time I went home for Christmas, I snuck a bottle of vodka into my parents' house. I had a girl. And, um, but they, like, basically, like, my family is a very, like, board game playing family. Oh. So, like, it was, like, Christmas Eve and we're sitting around Thank the table you. playing board games. And, I and again, I can't deal with the... Unspoken drama. Why do people in the keep room? running into tables in this <laughs> restaurant? I'm like a second person just now. It's just in, it keeps jumping anyway. out at people. Continue. But, uh, <laughs> I so we're playing board games. And we're not talking about the fact that I'm gay, and um, and this particular board game was just it was one of those random board games where like you draw a card and have to describe it and get cranium your team to or guess something. It. Something. But like my dad kept drawing. God has a sense of humor is basically what it is. One of my dad's cars was Will and Grace. <laughs> and he managed to describe this show without mentioning homosexuality. Of course he did. Without saying anything about He drew uh, RuPaul. Oh, my gosh. And I had to try to describe that without talking about And, like, it, it was uh, my mom. Your dad drew, must be a my, talented my artist. My mom drew Cher and had to, like, get people. Like, it was God was drawing all oh the gay cards in this game. <laughs> Anyway, I finally, uh, all, and all my parents, like, we were drinking coffee around the table playing board games at, like, midnight, which seems like a bad idea. But So I Sounds would just, like, terrible. take my coffee cup to my room, fill it with vodka, <laughs> which, guess what? Not a good cocktail. Not a no, delicious cocktail. No, and just not sit with play coffee. board games and drink my coffee vodka cocktail. You didn't bring Kahlua? What's wrong with you? I, I, I just thought, I'm going to bring vodka so I can, like, spike a drink, spike my water or whatever. But I, it was, like, all we're sitting around drinking coffee. 
And so um, here's the thing. You were such an amateur then. Did, did they not at some point smell said vodka? <laughs> no, my parents are that clueless about this shit. One, vodka is relatively odorless yeah. as a liquid. Now, once it gets on your breath, you, you can smell the... It's your breath and the, the yeah. pores. Yeah. The pores are the worst. But... Um, there's they they've never I don't I don't know that either of my parents have ever had an like a drop of booze I don't know that they've ever drank anything wow. in their life so they're That's completely crazy. naive about this stuff I don't think I've ever seen my mother drink really ever like nothing I mean she had a I remember growing up someone bought her they came over for dinner and they brought over a bottle of wine um and we had it all in South Bend and we lived there and. She had it even when she moved here, and I think she just finally got rid of the bottle of wine. Like, she's had this bottle of wine for like 20 some years. Like, girl, let it go. Like, oh, so the first time I got drunk by myself, <laughs> okay, this is a sad story. It sounds <laughs> oh, like, but no, it's not really. So I was 17 and I had to babysit on New Year's Eve. Oh, this is getting even worse. So I was You're 17 and I had to babysit on New Year's Eve and I was mad because I had to babysit because I was the last one basically to have plans. So I got stuck home babysitting. So after my younger brother and sister went to bed, I said, well, I'm going to have my own little party by myself then. And so my parents had this bottle of peach rum. I don't even know if peach they make it rum. so peach rum from a New Year's Eve party like seven years before and it just been sitting there. So I uh, I drank the rest of it by myself <laughs> at seventeen. We oh. should have known then. Maybe there was a problem, but <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't for many many years later that we discovered there was a problem I, there. But did your parents oh. realize that the entire bottle of peach rum was gone? It'd been sitting there for seven years, half full. I just put water in it. Nobody. Uh, I mean, my no mom drinking that. <laughs> my mom did figure it out because she found vomit on my jeans a few days later. That <laughs> oh, I you had managed. a rough party. Oh, I did. Yeah. I threw up all over the bathroom. My brother oh. cleaned it up, took my clothes, threw them in a big trash bag, and hit them in the closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That smelled delightful, I bet. Oh, yeah. It was. She wouldn't have ever known if I would have. I, he must have forgot that pair of jeans. So, RuPaul has announced the cast of All Stars Four. Uh, How do you feel? Like I feel like this. We're literally coming up on the one-year anniversary of the show. So I have a question. So, yes. So Gia Gunn is transgender. She's trans. Yeah, now. she's yeah. trans. But I guess because she's already been on the show, RuPaul's okay with that for All Stars. Okay. That's what I wondered too. Yeah, she Several of them have. No. Uh, Carmen Carrera, she's gorgeous. Her, Gia, somebody else. G- I remember Peppermint? Gia coming into... Is Peppermint uh, trans? Pe- yeah, yeah, she is, but she went as boy for the show. For Drag Race. I yeah. mean, I get it, though, girl. That's some coin. I remember <laughs> when Gia Gunn came into Talbot. Ooh, girl. And she was really? running around asking for, like, Coke and all kinds of shit. She was literally just asking but everyone asking if what? they had Coke. Coke. Yeah, oh, every, every bartender. And we were like, She uh, does not no. need it. <laughs> um, but she was hideous as a boy gorgeous as a girl so i would always be like you should like just be a girl all the time. <laughs> she listened to you she did look you're what you the did. one that so did it you had a lasting dreams do come true i met her i met gia in chicago when i was up there with silky um at yeah. some xyz show at roscoe's okay i'm um, in circus performed with them um she's one of the local girls that performed with rupaul girls um and she was really nice, and like she didn't seem coked out. Did she, oh, she say absolutely? Listen, that was, I mean, this is years ago. Oh, yeah, that she was at Talbot. Maybe, I mean, she was. I don't know. Do your she, thing. Well, okay, maybe she, she don't do it anymore. Mean. I don't know. She yeah. wasn't mean when she was asking. She just for really coke. wanted to coke. <laughs> she really politely asked if I knew how to get her any coke. Absolutely. <laughs> I get some coke, cola. Coke, cola. Um, so when I first saw this list, I wasn't really surprised by a lot of them, except. Um, Manila, I was kind of surprised just because she, she doesn't is need it. So sweet, though. She's yeah. like one of the sweetest. Well, Manila's not really. No, she does. She's because been doing stuff still, hasn't she? Not yeah. really. Not oh, as much. No. Like, literally, I mean, if I if you look at this list, a lot of these people are the ones who... The only one who's who you really still see a lot is 
uh, Trinity Taylor and Latrice Royale yeah. and Monet because she just got yeah, off. Well, Monet, I was kind of surprised because I felt like she already However, she still has momentum right now. Right. Gia Gunn, you only you don't see Gia Gunn that much anymore. Like every now no. and then she'll do something. No, you don't see Manila very often. Naomi Smalls, you don't see Jasmine Masters. She don't just, get me started. Jasmine, on Jasmine is just smoked out all the time and on live with Chevelle Brooks, and it's so funny. Um, but it doesn't Mo- mean that they're not doing stuff. I mean, they're just not doing um, stuff that people are seeing. No, but and what, that's what I'm saying. I think that's how All-Stars works. Is like, right. yeah, RuPaul would love to have Willem and, you know, like... <laughs> Willem? Are you kidding? I love Willem. He should she win. would never have a Willem on. Well, okay. She but yeah, I know what you're saying. She would love to have the most popular like queens. Yeah. But the most she popular... Qu- the Detox doesn't need to go back and do the show right now. Detox no. is doing fine. Right. Like, right. Uh, Detox looks a mess in Chicago right now. Is what's happening with her? Oh my she goodness! Chicago now? Calling shade out on Detox. You want to expand? No, no, I mean, no. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I was in once again that XYZ show in Chicago, and um, she just <laughs> she just looks aged. Does she live there? Out of yeah. How? She She's moved. like all plastic. She, exactly. <laughs> I think the silicone has sunk. Oh. Um, but I mean, they she's a she's a sweet person. Like yeah. we talked, and I mean, she just. <laughs> Tony said they do have an expert. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Silicone does, <laughs> right? Am I, I right? I watch Real Housewives. I know. I know. <laughs> but anyway, my point is like the ones that are like the most popular right now yeah. are making you know thousands of dollars a week and aren't going to take a break from doing that to go shoot for X number of right. weeks. So the ones that end up doing All Stars are the ones that perhaps. Are not as popular in that moment and need to get their. I was glad names, to like see you know Kennedy Davenport from last right. But yeah, I, I feel like it'd be really weird for RuPaul to be like, "Who's not doing well?" And let's no, I'm sure they start <laughs> yeah. at the top and get rejected, 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 yeah. right, right. and that's how you end up with Jasmine Masters in the cast. <laughs> yeah, but like, bitch wasn't the all star of her season. I'm glad Latrice is on there yeah. because she's yeah. underrated. I'm excited about um, uh, Manila. Yes, I'm excited about Gia. I'm excited about Gia just for that moment when I want that wonky it, was it, was it was a in the hallway oh, yeah. where she was like, "You're I'm not sure when you came for me." Oh my god! <laughs> but when she was like having a breakdown, she's like, "You're gonna go out there, off. and if you have to lip sync for your life, it was something like you're gonna put that wonky eyelash yeah. back on." Or something. <laughs> oh wow, sir! I'm really and surprised. You're gonna go out there and you're gonna lip sync. Wow! Hasn't had Laganja on in All Stars yet? I hate. Laganja. I think Laganja <laughs> wants to go on. Maybe she does it. I Laganja, feel like she's. So the I just watched. Well, I just watched, but I was watching. Um, so you think you can dance? And Laganja was on there as. Well, a judge? Like, no, no as a, a, con- as a, contestant. a contestant. And she oh. had like all the way up to almost the live As Laganja? No, so she she auditioned as Laganja. She did a couple numbers as Laganja, and then she did like the rest of it as a boy. Okay. But like her Laganja was not that great. Oh, my God. Oh. On there. Listen, she looked like I thought she looked like a marionette with multiple broken strings. <laughs> like it was just... <laughs> Always it wearing that like, like big cool. old wig, like Jan Brady from the Brady Bunch. Or pretend to understand like modern dance or interpretive dance or whatever. But whatever she was doing, it looked like Geppetto was cracked out. <laughs> I'm not a dance professional, but I was like, this is obviously for ratings because it was not cute. Uh, so who are what? What are your predictions? Who's winning? I think Manila's got a really good shot at winning. Monique or Monet? Oh, so for you're going with last you season. Think Monique, girls. Yeah, because she's just she doesn't shut up. I don't <laughs> uh, as much as I love Latrice and I would love yeah. no, I don't, Latrice I don't. to to win. I don't I don't think she's going to win, but I also I I think to be politically correct, they're going to pick a person of color. They've not had one person of color win All-Star. Yeah, show. also. Well, okay, yeah. And they have a lot on this I mean, cast. Yeah. My my thought about Latrice is I mean, that I don't know that they only got what she, two white girls. I don't think that Latrice is going to. Oh my yeah. There's not what? Trinity oh, two white. Two I didn't white realize girls. that until now. Yeah. Because yeah. So probably gonna is going to be a person of color. It's going to be a person of color. Literally, um, like yeah. all the other ones have like, been, and people I are think, still pissed off that Shangela didn't win. Well, win. Yeah. and I RuPaul's not doing right. the bring the girls back and let them vote because I did see an interview with her where she was basically. She, Floored by, she basically said, "I was not anticipating the girls being so vindictive." Oh, to Shangela, like she didn't yeah. anticipate it going that way. She was basically, she was very like, 
politically correct about it, saying that you know, like whatever, Trixie is great, and but I did not anticipate Trixie ain't having. Great. No, she's not. Bitch, no. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not either. Awful. Do you hear that, Trixie Mattel? You are awful. <laughs> Stop. I wasn't gonna go that far. <laughs> I'm just. I just don't like it. Right, here's my thought on. I think uh, Latrice is gonna be this season's Bibi Zahara. Yeah. And that she's gonna make it to the final. Yep. Um, I think Rue loves her. I don't know that she... Like, I love watching Latrice perform live. I think that bitch is a performer. It's the kind of style of drag that I like. But what the show is, I don't know that that lends itself to Latrice's talent. Like, where the show has gone with, like... You know, when Latrice got to do four music video choreographies, yeah. I to mean, get they to give the, them like, ridiculous yeah, like, challenges. That's not her. She can dance, but I don't know that she can do fucking Todrick Hall's choreography. Right, right. But I will say, at least the lineup this year is a better lineup than the last All Stars, as far as where they placed in their season. Like literally, yeah. the last All Stars, you were like eight and below. And then there was like Kennedy that came in third or something. I think Latrice will make it pretty far just because she is she's a professional, and I think some of them are are more emotional, will like get in their head too much. But Latrice knows she's good, um, and Manila I think has a lot of confidence too. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this episode's Mount Rushmore. So for this episode, our Mount Rushmore theme is going to be our favorite LGBT celebrities. And we're going to go with living celebrities. Because I did not want to have to get into whether or not, you know... Living their best life. Fucking Da Vinci was gay or not, or all of that shit. So living celebrities, your favorite LGBT living celebrities. Who wants to go first? I'll go. I'm making list. some last-minute right. revision. Okay, so I'll need Sebastian. So, um, we'll go with Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen. Duh. Greg Louganis. Ooh, Ooh, I forgot yeah. all about Greg Louganis. Swim to me, Daddy. Yes. Neil Patrick Harris. Ah, you got some good ones. Okay. Kate McKinnon. Oh, man. And Sean Hayes. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to eliminate some of my own before I eliminate some of yours. You what? got a good list. Okay. Um, who wants to go next? Um, I will go. Okay. I'm going to say um, Harvey Firestein. Ooh. I don't know who that is. He was um, Robin Williams' brother in Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. That's, oh, all, that's yes. always my oh, go-to. Yes. He's yeah. the guy that's got that's the voice the like that. Most yeah, yeah, mainstream, yeah. yeah. John Waters. <gasps> yes. Um, uh, Bruce Valanche. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh, dig it deep him. for the whole celebrity. Meredith Baxter. Oh, Meredith. That's uh, Family Ties, right? Yes. Oh. Family Ties, Lifetime Movie. She movies. was the mom in Family Ties. And Adam Rippon. Yes. I'm so glad you said that one because he didn't make my list, but I wanted him to. (laughs) And I have reasons for each of them. Oh, we'll get to the reasons in a minute. Pat, do you have a a list? Yes. Okay, so Ellen. Okay. RuPaul. Okay. Medea. (laughs) Medea is a straight man. I'll put it on the list, but I'm going to eliminate that shit real quick. Got a prostate. (laughs) Medea is a <laughs> fictional character. Medea got a prostate. And the man playing that character is straight. That's but continue. What you, that's what you think. Have you <laughs> seen some of his shows lately, baby? I haven't. I've seen yeah. half of a Medea movie. Uh, <laughs> Queen Latifah. Yes. Is she oh, out? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, she is. Uh, yeah. Like, she is because she's always out with her girlfriend on the beach and stuff, and her girlfriend is pregnant right now. Oh, okay. Good for them. I um, didn't know she was out. And Janelle Monet. Yes, Janelle Monet. Oh, yeah. That's just She's the way, yeah. Pansexual. Pansexual. Okay. Yeah. Like, I love my chicken in her pan. Oh, Why wait. isn't there a P in the alphabet? Say tan, because huh? I know you can't Why have Why isn't it. there a P in the alphabet? The LGBT. 
They don't have uh, pansexual in there. I'm, it's sure. Listen, I just stopped at T. It's like Q R S T U V. I've never seen it even in the longest. You're right. You're, maybe there isn't. What is know. the long version it's the now? L G B T Q I A plus. I think that's what the plus is. Just. Whatever. I think there's one that ends in two A's though. I think they should just. Put What's the other asexual et cetera, and <laughs> ally? I think they should just um, call it N S. Maybe because pan straight. isn't necessarily an orientation. That's what it is. All right, no. my list is, anyway. uh, you, you've said a lot of mine, I think. Uh, I also said Ellen. I also said Sean Hayes. I also said RuPaul. Um, and then I had Troy Sivan. Who? Troy Sivan. Uh, he's a singer. He sings My, My, My. Um, he's in the new Boy Erased movie. Oh. But not Lucas Hedges. Look him up on your phone. He's delicious. Okay. Um, I'm delicious. Look at me. Oh, and then I said Tom Daly. Oh, yeah. Uh, you said oh, Greg Luganis. I Jesus. said Tom Daly. Tom DeLay. <laughs> so, Folks, break it stuff. Here's our list. Meredith, Meredith Baxter, Ellen, Greg Luganis, Neil Patrick Harris, Kate McKinnon, Sean Hayes, Harvey Firestein, John Waters, Bruce Valanche, oh, Adam yeah. Rippon, uh, RuPaul, Medea, <laughs> Queen Latifah, Janelle Monet, Troy Sivan, and Tom Daly. So, um... Discussion. Uh, you're, if you want Medea to stay on the list, you're going to have to defend that shit. Other than it's an old lady with a prostate. <laughs> yeah, I'm off for crossing him off. Her. <laughs> Medea is a gay woman. No, Man. she's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing. Medea is not in jail. Person. That choice is a clearly going. She went to jail. Character. She cut somebody's couch up. I don't, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, this is a really good list. Um, anyone have any any questions or concerns with anyone on the list, or should we start eliminating? Uh, I mean, it's a good list. Medea, yeah. Was anybody the know? Was is there anybody that you don't know who they are? I feel like who it's was Meredith Baxter? She was the mom in Family, mom and family Ties. Ties. She um, is also in recovery. She was the late latecomer to the Judith lesbian Light. world. No, okay. not Judith Light. She was the latecomer oh, to the lesbian okay. world. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. She's lived quite the fascinating life and has done a lot of work for lesbians. Gotcha. Where is she at now? <laughs> she still does some work, but she mostly lives with her girlfriend. Oh, okay. Or wife. Oh, no one said Jodie Foster. Who's a general I contractor. Okay. Oh, she was late yeah. to the game yeah, and I didn't like her like acceptance speech yeah. where she didn't come out but came out. Yeah, yeah. I that. came out a long time ago, man. Just because I didn't say it in public, blah blah blah. All right, Pat, who are you taking off the list? I'm keeping Medea on there. You can't get rid of her. <laughs> uh, John Waters. Oh, oh my gosh! Wow! Oh my gosh! Oh, Famous movie should. producer, director, author. He's, a, he's responsible for hairspray. For oh wait. Never mind. I like him. He can say Bruce Valanche. All right, Bruce. Bruce Valanche is gone. Sebi. Oh my God. Meredith Baxter. Ah! I just don't know Meredith. I love that you're all leaving Medea up to me. Medea's gone. That is rude and disrespectful. Oh, I gotta pick somebody now. Um, I'm gonna pick Janelle Monae just because I did. I know her the least. All right. Okay. So I haven't been current enough lately. We are going to take a quick break to vote, and when we come back, we will have our Mount Rushmore of LGBT celebrities. All right, we are back, and we now have our Mount Rushmore of our favorite LGBT celebrities who are currently breathing and living. Uh, No surprise, coming in first was... Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, gay. Uh, and then rounding out, RuPaul came in second. And then uh. tied for third and fourth was Neil Patrick Harris and John Waters. All almost right. eliminated, but made it into the top four. So Ellen, RuPaul, Neil Patrick Harris, and John Waters. <laughs> Guys, thank you for coming to this very disjointed I, I episode. I added Lee Daniels at the end. <laughs> I don't think you could just write in. <laughs> this I is an election day. Who's Lee Daniels? He did like Empire. The Butler. And Star. The Butler. Um, don't you remember because it was called Lee Daniels The Butler? Oh. <laughs> all, all these movies that Oprah be in and stuff. 
Oh, I don't okay. know if he did a wrinkle in my nuts, but he did. I mean, time, but he did something. Is I he gay? Y'all, as a goose on Christmas. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't even know what that phrase Andre means. Leon Talley. How, did, what, how is that? How does gay as a goose on Christmas become a saying? Or even Come around on Christmas goose. and it'll show you. Oh, okay. Well, guys, I hope you have a fucking fantastic Thanksgiving. I will have a fucking I'm fantastic Thanksgiving. I'm so fucking glad you guys all fucking came it's gonna be today. A fucking amazing. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen for me right now. <laughs> We're going to pack up this shit show, and it's the day before Thanksgiving. So, yes, I'm, everybody. Uh, hitting up the avenue. I'm going to have good. a few cocktails. Um, it's the best, biggest, largest drinking day of the year, and Amen. that's what I'm going to fucking go do. So, fuckity fuck, 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 fuck,